You're listening to The Voice, the podcast of IABC Ottawa. The number you have dialed. You're listening to The Voice, episode 11. This episode is hosted by Graham McCatchick, an integrated communication strategist with extensive experience in national multi-partner campaigns. Hi, everyone. This is Graham McCatchick checking in for another edition of IBC Ottawa's The Voice podcast. And today I'm here with Claire Mills, VP of Professional Development Portfolio for the Center of Excellence for Public Sector Marketing. How are you today? I'm really well. How are you? Excellent. Good to have you on board here today. Thank you for having me. Now, we're going to dive right in and talk about Marcom in just one second. And mm-hmm. for everybody that's listening, Marcom's the premier educational forum for public and not-for-profit sector marketers and communicators. And I didn't get off the website. I just made that up. <laughs> but just really quickly, I want everyone to remind everybody that the IBC Ottawa Excel Awards are coming up. So it's uh, time to get in your uh, applications. Uh, check out the website, uh, http colon slash slash ottawa.iabc.com. And uh, you'll get the full uh, download on that there. But Claire, uh, Let's just get to it. Uh, this year, uh, Marcom, it's taking place June 1st and 2nd at the new Ottawa Convention Center, so that's really great. And also this year, The Voice Podcast and IBC Ottawa will have a booth on site at Marcom to capture interviews with all you listeners who will be attending and some great interviews with keynote speakers. And uh, we'll be adding another layer of learning, so stay tuned in the weeks following Marcom for bonus podcasts captured live to tape from the conference. Now, uh, get up-to-date details right now on the conference. Uh, hit uh, marcom.ca. Uh, that's the conference website. Now, let's get to it. Uh, Claire, what's the one thing everyone needs to know about you right now? <laughs> Not Marcom, you. About me? Well, I've been in marketing and the trade show and event industry for about the last 20 years. Um, so it's near and dear to my heart. I worked with the sectors that are going to be frequenting this forum from the government and the associations and not-for-profit sector. So it's so this culmination, this three days that we're going to spend together is, um, I guess, being directed by somebody who truly understands their environments. That's great. And same for Marcom. What's the one thing, if you had to tell somebody right now about Marcom, to the take-home point, what do they need to know right now? Well, if you're talking about what's the biggest trend right now? I'd have to say it's, it is social media. Some people say, I'm so sick of hearing about that. <laughs> but the reality is we don't have a choice anymore. It's something that's you know part of everybody's lives. Everybody has a smartphone now. We have to learn how to communicate with these people. Otherwise, we're missing the opportunity to be heard. We're missing the opportunity to see what people are saying about us. So the big, really big trend this year is about integration. And so Marcom, and, and you're going to look at the program and see so many different speakers who are actually addressing, how do I integrate my new media with my traditional media? Let's talk about that just for a second. Mm-hmm. So integrating social media as part of uh, a broader communications or integrated communications campaign. Do you have like one example that you've worked on me with a client that jumps out at you uh, that was a great example? I can, I can throw a few into the mix, but is there anybody or even in the program that might be speaking to that that people should know about? Yeah, I think there's some really key examples. And um, one example would be uh, Bernie Gauthier from Delta Media who's coming to talk about media relations meets social media, threats and opportunities. And that's a key one because anybody in public relations needs to understand that you can't take 
a day to prepare your press release and get it all tickety-boo. Everything is immediate. There's going to be, so, you, so he, and I, I went to a, actually an IABC um, 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 opportunity the other evening and he was speaking and, and he's really fantastic about really making it very practical about what you can do right now. Okay. So he, so that's one example I can give you. I'm going to throw into the mix yep. uh, somebody who actually used to go to high school with, Amber Mack, who's sort of known in the social media community. Her, her new book, uh, Power Friending, recently uh, came out, pretty recently, and, and it's actually got some really basic, great information in it for anybody that's sort of just dipping their toe into social media. A campaign that uh, I've been working on uh, recently um, has a really heavy social media component to it, and it really, I, we think, and in in when we look at the analytics, it seems to be doing a really great job of engaging people. Right. Um, because we um, developed an application that's Facebook-specific, and uh, people really seem to be uh, enjoying it and uh, participating in it. And uh, there's, a, there's an option for people to actually donate money to their charities for free. And uh, so it's just another way to kind of get at your audience and get them engaged. And, and uh, we're really seeing a spike in, in the in the typical audience that would be on Facebook, and it really seems to be working well. So, it's it, but it's interesting though. I yeah. do still see times, and you might have with some of your clients uh, see this, um, where there's this reluctance. Oh, do we enter the space? And if we're going to do it, there's got to be all sorts of protocols, and it's got to be all buttoned up. But it's exactly. I think a little bit more free flowing than people might realize, and yeah. you have to be really responsive. It, it's yeah. true, and, and I guess the conundrum out there is um, that people are going about these tactics without a strategy. And I like to liken it to a peewee hockey, you know, watching little guys skate around the ice, and social media is the puck, and it goes shooting down the ice, and they all go skating after it, and nobody's guarding their posts, nobody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I think people are losing their minds to social media without understanding, okay, how does, how does that tactic fit into the strategy? Do you have a strategy? If you don't have one, mm -hmm. there's no point in just uh, going at everything blindly. You absolutely have to understand how it relates back to the objective that you had in the first place. Yeah, so there you go, everyone. Don't jump into it until yeah. you've got your plan in place. Unless you want to just dabble on your own, get familiar, and, yeah. and, you know, and then bring it to the table. And listening is you know. critical. So part of it is, is go on Twitter, set up a TweetDeck account, you know, start listening to key words that are important to your environment, and see what people are saying. Because chances are you're going to learn a lot more and be able to add real content and value through listening first. Okay, so that's a good, obviously going to be a big trend that gets addressed. Uh, yeah. But I was actually going to ask you, why, of all the sort of consequences of this ilk, why, why Marcom? Why should people spend money at Marcom? I know when I came to, back to Ottawa recently uh, and joined a nonprofit, uh, obviously, you know, you don't have tons of funds to, to allocate, so you have to be uh, yeah. pretty selective. So what's, yeah. why Marcom? I'd have to say the number one reason would be that it is, it is built by and for government and not-for-profit. There are a lot of conferences out there that really have at the heart of them private sector. They're even outsourced to people, so it's not at the heart of what they do, and it's not, it's not on, on target with what they should be listening to, necessarily. I'm not knocking other conferences out there. There's lots of great education No, I think you are. No, I'm but, <laughs> but, uh, but truly, that, that's a really important yeah. point because people don't have a lot of time. So yeah. they need to get relevant information and they need to do it in a place also where you've got a network of people who do what you do. You know, that's huge. I, and I, I, it was 
my first time I attended Marcom was last year, and I was so. I remember you were having it. a good hair day. I was having a good hair day. I remember. Oh boy, that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole folks, other. That's a whole other <laughs> conversation. I don't know about today, Travis. Am I having a good hair day today? It's a little off. Okay, but anyways, um, I really did feel that engagement when I was on site. I learned a lot. The speakers are of such a high caliber, and you are you customized it for this market. Um, but that said, is it just Ottawa-based folks, or are you finding uh, people coming in from across the country or otherwise? It has been religiously a national forum. Do we get tons from every province? No. Do we get representation from across Canada? Yes, and I can say that um, uh, with all honesty. We get. Um, for all the way from BC to PEI. It's, it's truly a mm. national network and, and the majority for sure is Ontario, uh, GTA, mm. that, you know, that mm. area, which makes sense. But, um, but people find that to be uh, um, an exciting fact when they actually arrive and they do in fact shake hands with people and, and, and really gain a new perspective. Let's talk about some of the other big trends going on in um, marketing and communications and creative nowadays. Uh, what are people struggling with, do you think? other than social media that we can, uh, they can come to Marcom and, and have their needs addressed there? Yeah, um, I would have to say that branding is a really important um, topic for both governments and not-for-profits. Um, Jocelyn Daw is going to be um, talking about branding and she's, she's written a book and she'll actually be there to sign her book and that's going to be for the uh, not-for-profit sector. And then we're going to have um, our own Jim Mintz from the from Sepsum and uh, Joseph Jerkovic from the Center for Excellence in Communications, and they're going to be talking about branding for government. And I'm okay. telling you that if you want to exist today and you want to differentiate yourself, you better understand your brand. Many years ago, I met Jim uh, yep. at Health Canada, and I, I guess I got minced, as you would say. <laughs> and uh, thanks to him, I had a trajectory into in marketing and PR. Um, so <laughs> great guy and a uh, good one to Absolutely. With for sure. Now, uh, is there any other big keynotes that people have to know about? Well, I, I hope so. It's going to be our opening keynote. Um, I want to talk about the opening and the closing, if I can, for just yeah, a let's second. Do that. Uh, Brian Solis is coming to us all the way from um, uh, California. He is now at Altimeter Group. We've been promoting him at FutureWorks. That was his original company. He's just moved, and he's so he's with the likes of Charlene Lee and Jeremiah um, O Yang, and um, really key people in the new media world. Mm. And he's really um, the really neat part about him is he's got a a marketing background, public relations, and new media. And I'm telling you that he. He, if you listen to him online, if you follow him um, at Brian Solis, if you watch him on YouTube and on his TV show, you are going to be blown away by his per perspective. You know, we, we listen to, to people like Mitch Joel, who ha have been, has been key coming to our conference um, uh, twice actually. Um, but we want to, we want to hear perspectives from other areas, and so Brian's coming to us to uh, to add to that. I just want to insert, if, I, if anybody hasn't heard Mitch Joel's Six Pixels of Separation podcast, go look it up on iTunes, it's always got great content. Absolutely. So now, who's your closing? So the closing panel is going to be led by uh, my colleague, Mike Kajowski, who's uh, Vice President of um, the social media side, digital engagement, and we're going to have three people, Tom, um, Gira, Gira Simchuk, I believe I'm saying that correctly, editor-in-chief of Marketing Magazine, 
Sandra Marcus, the president of IBC Auto. Of course, you know her well. I know her well <laughs> from uh, for years now. And Hubert Sassi, principal partner at uh, Bleu Blanc Rouge. So that's okay. going to be the top five transformations in marketing that will affect your job. Mm, interesting. So we're going to hear uh, three different perspectives, and um, really, you're going to need to see that. It's going to be uh, high energy and going to be uh, um, thought-provoking. Mike will get that out of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, and seen Mike speak mm -hmm. last year, actually. He's, mm -hmm. he's great. Uh, he broke it down uh, in terms of everything uh, we need to know about social media, and so he's always adding another layer. And, you bet. Uh, it's interesting. So what are the big points of consideration when you're putting on an event of this scale? This is interesting because just... Let's just step outside and for everybody that's out there that mm -hmm. might have to do something like this or mm -hmm. even remotely close to something like this, what are the big three sort of considerations? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. And I think, you know, in particular, we're doing a marketing event about marketing. So if the four Ps didn't play a part in it, then I'd be nuts. So have we got the, the product? Yeah, I think we do. I think we've talked about that. We've got the price. We've split it up um, to suit our sectors. Um, have we got the place? Well, I think we got the place. And yeah. we're, we're back where we used to be, so we're very excited about that. And a promotion, well, um, follow us on Twitter uh, is all I can say. And we're in, in, we couldn't do this without a lot of people supporting us. So uh, partners, um, the trade show people that come to tell us about what they're doing that adds to the experience of our constituents. I want to talk about the green aspect. I have a really short, quick story. Um, uh, a few years back, a number of years back, a gentleman by the name of Jean-Paul Surette from either Natural Resources Canada or Environment Canada, I cannot remember right now, um, he called me to tell me that nobody would be coming from his department. And he told me it was because I sent out a brochure that was not on recycled paper. Well, mm. you could have hit me over with a, hit me, you know, I, I was absolutely blown away. I was, um, I really, honestly, it was the last thing on my mind. And today, it has to be the first thing on your mind. So 12 months later, um, we went completely green for the event. Oh, right And on. so when we're still doing that, and the Ottawa Convention Center is helping us. So you have to work with everybody to, to uh, uphold that. Everybody has to play their part. But uh, it was a really important aspect of greening our conference. OK, that's easy to remember, the four Ps. Absolutely. You're putting on an event. Remember the four Ps. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen to this podcast to remind yourself. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so uh, so Claire, uh, like we've covered a lot of ground here, but is uh, there anything else you want to add uh, uh, before we wrap this one up? Sure, and thanks. I'd, I'd just like to mention uh, a really important program that um, has been going for a number of years now at Marcom, and that's called the Marketing Excellence Recognition Program. What it, people apply to do this, and basically it takes, it's either a marketing initiative or a full campaign, and, it, and they have to go from A to Z from the research. They really have to show that marketing process. So right from research to target audience, da-da-da-da, right to lessons learned. And then they come to Marcom, they have a poster, they do a round table, they get a certificate. And basically their peers can sit around, ask questions, and they get to share, they get to really have an opportunity to in fact speak a little bit, which some, for some it's new, but it's, it's an important part of their professional development. And uh, the sharing process is something that I get feedback on every year. And by the way, I read every single piece of feedback. And this has been a real highlight for people. So just I want people to know about it because it's there for you to take advantage of, and it adds to the experience. Now, I did, actually, w when you were speaking, it just reminded me of one final tip to leave people when you go to a conference of this nature, and that is my little trick <laughs> is because you can't attend all the great sessions. Yep. So you f what I always do is finish the great session I want to see first, and then I run next door, and I go, once they've already wrapped the other session, go right up to the, the keynote, and then ask them what the take-home point was, and then I... 
Okay. Didn't have to sit through an hour presentation, but <laughs> so I do that a couple times and I've covered my bases. Well, you're brilliant. What can there I you say? go. What can we say? <laughs> so look, thanks for taking the time to fill us in on the conference. And uh, again, check out marcom.ca for more. And as a side note, again, uh, get your entries in for the IBC Ottawa Excel Awards coming up in June. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Have a great week. You've been listening to the podcast of the International Association of Business Communicators, Ottawa Chapter, produced at the Media Style Studio at the Coat Factory. 